Vertical integration. Synergy. Past the briefcase. Attention. Interest. Desire. Action. Strengths and weaknesses. Everyone turns to slide. What's your end game? What do they want that they don't know they want? Dow Jones. Welcome to Great Samaritans, the podcast where we take a deep dive into your favorite food and beverage brands. I'm Thomas Stern, joined by my co-host, John Ramsey, and we're doing this podcast to prepare us to start our own food or beverage business one day. How's it going, John? I'm great. For the listeners, I want the listeners to know that I'm doing great, but I want you to know, Thomas, that I'm extremely sick. I I think I'm feeling very fluey right now. So Uh this is actually a great opportunity for the show because we get another opportunity to make a flu game episode. That's right. I but I wanted to ask you something. Can you can you just say flu game every time you get sick? Because I know that Michael Jordan did it one time in his career and it was like a big moment. So I'm asking, can we just keep saying flu game whenever we get sick? Well, yes, we can. Okay, okay. I think what makes it the flu game is winning in an extreme manner. Okay. So, you know, he won a, a championship game, and that's why it was big. With the flu, yeah. Uh, so if you if you come with a playoff win type performance, then it is a flu game. Okay, okay, okay. So he wasn't, you're right, he wasn't saying flu game before the game started. <laughs> he wasn't <laughs> no, calling yeah. his shot that early. <laughs> so that's my bad, everybody. <laughs> man that's that sucks i i'm just getting over a cold no. this is probably my last day of it and everyone's getting sick yeah it was so bad i like my throat almost closed up in my sleep i had so much phlegm and mucus which is a i think that's a good sign typically i think if you have mucus mm-hmm. in your throat it means that your throat is healing so i'm excited hopefully i'm at the tail end of it but i'm just feeling nice. sick as a dog right now did you catch this during Thanksgiving, potentially? I mean, it could have happened. I was in Florida for Thanksgiving. I was on a plane. Um, and then, you know, like, I don't know. You just stay as safe as you can, but sometimes you just can't protect yourself completely. Or maybe, you know, my work had this event where there was like a cool um, local artist's painting exhibit, essentially. So they were doing painting. Yeah in the showroom in the tesla showroom and it was cool except like nobody was wearing a mask because i think chicago relaxed their mask mandate for a couple of weeks and i think we're back Mm. now that omicron is is making news quick temperature check on you john yes do you think that we are in for it getting worse than it has been with omicron or are we uh, still kind of on the up and up and making progress, going to make progress? I think in a nice warm climate, I think people are probably safer. I think where the temperature affects your immune system, I think it's going to get worse. So my, this is uh, this is the Great Samaritan's original bit here where I'm going to call the state of the world. And I think it's going to get worse yes. for people who live in the cold. Okay. That's my right, take. That's fair. What about you? How are you feeling about Ami? I'm feeling okay. Uh, I think it'll slowly get better, but the progression will decelerate. Yeah. And the the back to the normal is becoming less and less normal, but but the um, new like the new normal is becoming normal, if that makes sense. Like the thing that was absolutely yes, unspeakable yeah, exactly, 3 yeah. years ago is now normal. 
So that's, I guess, some good news. Yeah. Would you consider yourself to be a bit of an optimist, Thomas? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think in my personal life and in the world, I'm an optimist. Do you think the scientists who are like the people at the WHO, do you think they're optimists too? I feel like if you're a scientist in a pandemic, it's hard to be an optimist. Yeah. They can't be pessimists because then they'll give up. Right. Imagine being at the Thanksgiving table with a pandemic scientist. You want to give your family good news saying things are going to get better, but do you do you lie? I say you lie to everyone 13 and younger, and then you pull everyone aside and then you say, okay, here's the real truth. So if you're... If you were if you were working for the WHO, you'd go over to the kids' table, give a quick quick update. Yes. Say everything's gonna be really good really soon, and then you go to the parents' table and you say, shake, I would go shake to the parents' hands. table and and repeat what I said at the kids' table because they'll hear, you know, they're sneaky, they're listening. Yeah. And then oh, the kids once are they're sneaky. asleep, I'd gather everyone <laughs> and then tell them the truth. I'm glad you put thought into this. Um one last bit of banter before we get on yes. to our guest. Did you consider yourself a sneaky kid? Were you a sneaky kid? Yes, I was very much a sneaky kid. And uh, something I've mentioned before is I would steal Sour Belts from Sweet Factory. Wow. The candy store. Yeah. Because their system is you fill a bag and then you bring it to the counter and to an honor it. system. <laughs> it's an honor. Yeah, you can just not have it weighed and leave the store. <laughs> nice. Yeah, no barcodes there. Oh, the thrill. Being that age yes. and the thrill of being in the sweet factory and not having to pay for a weighed bag. Oh, man. Nothing beats it. I'm still chasing that high. Speaking of sweet factory, we have a sweet guest that I'm about to introduce. <laughs> we have... Sour Patch Kids watermelon super fan Stephanie Leakey. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Love wow. that title. Love yeah. it. <laughs> Few guests have picked a snack that has such an impact on my childhood life. I mean, I'm talking mm. movie theaters. It was my yes. go-to. I'm talking because I think I interacted with them first at the movie theater. Either an older friend of mine said, you got to try these, and they influenced me into it, or I just had it one time and realized that that's the best candy I've ever had. So then at other stores, I would look for Sour Patch Watermelon candies. And still to this day, we see them out there. Stephanie, great pick. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Amazing pick. I am so glad I am allowing you to relive a part of your childhood, yes. which I constantly relive every day because I literally had Sour Patch Kid Watermelon like yesterday. So <laughs> they are nice. a big part of my life still. <laughs> I We have to talk about the texture. Does your tongue ever get just rubbed raw from eating too many Sour Patch Watermelons? No, never. Wow. Okay, so what's your technique? How do you eat a Sour Patch Watermelon? I just, like any, you know, I normally do, I just open the box, take the little baggie out, pull mm-hmm. out my watermelon thing, and I just eat them normally, like a normal candy. Because, like, the sour level is mm. not like, you know, like a warhead. Like, warheads, no. you eat one and that'll mess up your whole mouth. Like, yeah. you're done. But yeah. Sour Patch Kids watermelon, like, yeah, I've never had that sensation because it's like a light dusting of the sour flavoring compared to OG mm-hmm. Sour Patch Kids, which like you eat a bag and you feel that like like puckering thing that goes yeah. on. But Sour Patch Kids watermelon, none of it. I love it. 
Wow. And it's a, nice. I think it's a pretty classic snack to put salt on a regular watermelon slice. I know a lot of my friends really like the flavor of salt plus the sweetness of watermelon. So maybe mm. that's what Sour Patch Kids was going for a little bit. But I'm, I'm fascinated to hear that you don't suck. You don't suck the sour off? A little bit. It's like you do a little bit of like the sucking of the sour and then yeah. you like start to actually chew it. You yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. When it gets smooth, there's nothing yeah. better. And then you've nothing got that it. sweetness in the middle. Like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's top notch. Thomas, you've been awfully silent. <laughs> yeah, I uh I actually just like swallow them like pills. Shut up. Am I doing it wrong? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. You do you suck you suck them though, right? No, I like a <laughs> Tylenol. You take it with water and swallow it. Swallow it with water. (laughs) The water dilutes the sour so it goes down smoother as well. That's how I would have warheads, actually. I did not like the sour at all, so I'd put it in a glass of water and wait. Oh, wow. That's a different way to eat warheads. But yeah, if you don't like the sour, because intense. Like, never in my life have I had a sour that intense. Yeah. Yeah. And to give it to a child that young, I know we're not here to talk about warheads, but... You got to be, I'll, let me say this, if you enjoyed Warheads as a kid, I bet you're, I bet you're pretty messed up right now. <laughs> I bet you're a yeah, freak I mean, right I consider now. myself messed up Uh-oh. and I was a Warheads kid. I was also Uh-oh. a Warheads kid. So that checks out. <laughs> um, well, did you guys ever go to like the, like I used to live as a kid, like there was a little corner store nearby. And so you would take your little pocket money and like a single warhead was like, what, five, ten cents. So you would use your five, ten cents cents all the time and you'd get a bunch and everyone would see how long they could keep it in their mouth before Mm -hmm. someone broke or had to spit it Mm -hmm. out or something. Mm -hmm. So mm. people who like the thrill like a warhead. Yeah. How many can you eat at the same time before you just. Okay, great question. I think I've done. I did three. I remember. Wow. And then tapping out. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, that's a lot. I don't know. I'm sure I've done two. I don't know if I did that. One in each cheek. That's all you need. Anything past that is extreme. Yeah. So, Stephanie, when uh, did your journey with Sour Patch Kids begin? So, it wasn't like a specific... I don't have an age time. It probably was during those young years of like going to the corner store and eating all the sour kids. Sour sour Mm -hmm. kids. um, Sour things. Um, But I remember loving Sour Patch Kids OG initially and being like, yo, this is... Yes, love this vibe. Mm -hmm. Um, And then one day discovering Sour Patch Kids Watermelon. And then it was like, whoa, this is... What is mm-hmm. this flavor? What this is mm-hmm. not like it's amazing. So, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of one day had them and then for years and years ever since it's always been Sour Patch Kids watermelon at the movies like you John. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. But nowadays it's like the second I go into a drugstore, if I see a box, I'm buying the box. Mhm. Wow. And for all okay. of the for all the Gen Zers that listen to this pod, I want to let you know that Sour Patch Kids didn't always have blue raspberry. Sour Patch Kids didn't always have... Did they change green to green apple? I feel like they made one other change other than the blue raspberry flavor. It's still lime. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Um, Okay, okay. 
but the original, I might be yeah, thinking about there Skittles. might be a green apple. Yeah. Also, I mean, somewhere. they OG like originally, originally back in the day. I think it was just like lime, lemon, orange, and cherry. They just had the four Dang. basic flavors, mm, yeah. and then obviously yeah. like expanded from there. Um, but yeah, it was just those four. That was the that's all you're getting in this package. That's all you're getting, and guess what? That's all we needed. Exactly. <laughs> but those yeah. new flavors are delicious. The blue raspberry things. It's just like don't get me wrong. I don't yeah. mind a blue tongue. For a blue raspberry <laughs> sour patch, I don't mind a blue tongue at all. And I like how they didn't go with blueberry or make the raspberry purple. You know? <laughs> yeah. They get the, they got the best of both worlds. We want blue and raspberry. All one go, because blue is a flavor. Blue is mm-hmm. a flavor. <laughs> exactly. And uh, because you seem like a really serious consumer of this product, mm-hmm. we sometimes ask guests to uh, estimate their actual consumption. How many packages of Sour Patch Kids, if you want to say, would you say you consume a month? Probably anywhere from like three to five. Nice. Like I am a consumer. Solid. Yeah. It's yeah. one of those yeah. things where it's like, it's my com- it's like a comfort thing for me, weirdly yes. enough. It's like that yeah. and like Hostess cupcakes. Like those are the two comfort things of my life that nice. I consume very regularly. <laughs> You gotta have yeah, those. Yeah, necessary, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. necessary. I, I like, I like hearing that it's not like um something that you need to gorge on. It's just something that you like to have. Yeah. To eat comfortably. Yeah. To be comfortable. Oh, I was gonna say also like this past year, it's like our homes became our movie theaters. Not that they weren't kind of Absolutely. already. So it's like yes. I had to be prepared with my movie snack at all times. And now it's just become like even more of a norm to like just make sure I always have my Sour Patch Kid watermelon so that oh, let me watch this movie or I'm going to watch this random ass show on YouTube. Like, let me prepare with my snack. Let me turn my viewing experience into an experience. Yes. With the addition of Sour Patch yeah. Kids. 100%. That dovetails brilliantly into the question I was about to ask you, which is, so that's normal, eating them while watching a movie or TV. Do you ever find yourself in a context where it's maybe not appropriate to have Sour Patch Kids, but you are indeed consuming them? Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Let me think about that for a second, because I don't know... I'm so used to having them like at home or like, I mean, hiking is probably not a place to be eating Sour Patch Kid watermelon. <laughs> Hiking's pretty good. Um, I, like that. I mean, I don't think I have. I might have had them on the way to a hiking thing and said, let me leave this in the car before I go okay. on this yeah. hike. Because <laughs> um, I don't want to be parched by eating and walking yeah. <laughs> Sour Patch Kids watermelon. Um, good tip from a yes, pro. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I honestly don't think I've ever had them in a weird place. I mean, maybe I've watched an inappropriate thing, eating them just too leisurely, like someone is getting brutally murdered in this movie and I'm just eating away. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you know? What about you, Thomas? It seems like that that question seems so specific. I feel like, do you have a memory where you were eating Sour Patch Kids when you knew you shouldn't be? No, uh, the only thing I have like that is I used to regularly uh, silently eat chili cheese Fritos in history class by just like (laughs) putting them in my mouth and letting them dissolve into nothing. (laughs) I did that like for several years. Now that's tough because the bag is so easy to make a noise. Mm -hmm. How'd you navigate that? that's, That's what would make the noise and make people look at me. 
Um, but I got good at it. You know, you just have to be super slow. Yeah. Thomas, like, speaking of. Oh, no, I was going to say just like waiting instead of because chips are like that stuff is like a crunchy thing you yes. want to. So like to wait for it to dissolve is a choice, like a very bold choice <laughs> to remain silent and just He's the like, most patient yeah. child. Seriously. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I was gonna. Oh, I was just gonna say this. I feel like uh, what you're talking about with the Fritos was it? Yeah, chili cheese. Fritos. Chili cheese Fritos. When you're in an actual movie theater, not your home, I feel like there's a lot of pressure to be a kind movie theater goer yeah. and eat your Sour yeah. Patch Kids as silently as possible. So, do you have any tips or tricks to either open the bag at a good time or like? How do you make sure that you're not making that crinkling sound when you're in the movie theaters? So if you are a pro, you have already opened the package before stepping into the cinema or the screening yes. room to avoid, you know, minimal noise. You could ask the theater, the con- concession person, hey, can I have like a little fry thing? Those little like box things. That way you can dump Yes. It into the container because again, if you think ahead, you can avoid that stuff. So you have it like a finger food. Um, yeah. I think those are yeah. probably the two best pro tips I can give you. Like get those little fried dishes, dump them in there so that you have it as a finger food when you go in. Um, if you are not in that scenario where you have remembered either of those two things, then if it's winter time and you have a coat, stick it over. The noise you're about to make looks a little iffy. Sorry Mm. to your neighbor. But you can then slowly open the the package (laughs) under the coat so the sound is muffled. Yeah, yeah. So those, I think, are my three tips for how to do so in a quiet manner. Excellent tips, by the way. Yes. And let me just say this, movie theaters. I know we're here to help Sour Patch Kids out, but would it be the worst thing if, you know how you have that little courtesy message saying, turn off your cell phones now? What if after that message, you get another message that says, open your snacks now? Yo. Just open them now. Oh. Yes. 100% agree with that. Come on. Okay. 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 (laughs) I'm feeling good. I'm feeling ready. That is such a game-changing yeah. idea. I hope you. they do it. You should 100% pitch that. If anyone decides on a, it's not a brand, but, or a food or beverage brand, but, like, decides on, like, a movie theater chain, like an AMC or something, Yeah, that should be, someone should make sure that that's part of the pitch proposal. Just going to throw Quality that Quality of life improvement. Yeah, yeah. Right 100%. Avoid angry people yelling at you. <laughs> right. Or looking mm-hmm. at you, giving you side yeah. eye. Yeah, yeah. The game has changed. When you said you uh, asked the concession person for a fry container, that made me think one of my simple pleasures is eating popcorn out of a cup. You just kind of drink it. You use your tongue? Uh, Yes. Or you just pour it into your mouth. Makes the experience so much better. Mm -hmm. You don't get your hands dirty. True. And same thing for the Sour Patch Kids. You could just uh, slide them into your mouth. Before we tip the container over, <laughs> go ahead. Before we exit the movie theater sp- section of the interview here, I I do want to say M and M's and popcorn is an old classic. Yes. At a movie theater, putting your M and M's or whatever into your popcorn bucket. Is there any 
snack pairing that we can think of that a Sour Patch Kid watermelon would fit the bill for? Can we create that right now? Or do you have any that you like to go for, Stephanie? Let me think about this because Sour Patch Kid, I mean, it's always been a really good standalone thing. But totally. like, maybe it's like, you know, you could do like a Sour Patch Kid watermelon with like a like a raisinette. I don't know, like the chocolate okay. with the sour. I don't know. It might, That's, it might yeah. warrant some experimentation, but like, you know, there's still kind of like that soft, chewy texture to it that. Yeah. There's the classic any sour candy with Swedish fish. Oh, course. yeah. Yeah. That's, That's a given. Great. I mean, yeah. what are Sour Patch Kids, if not Swedish fish with coating on them? Agreed. Mm-hmm. So, totally yeah. agreed. And also, I just want to say thank you, Swedish fish, for not picking another flavor. You stuck to your lane, mm-hmm. and yep. we love you for it. And I feel like not a lot of companies today would make that choice. Okay, there's a segment that I want to introduce, John. I am springing this on you. I haven't told what you about hell? this. What the hell? This is a trap. And there's no name for it. I just thought of it. And it's basically, is this product good cold, colder or hotter than it is normally served? Mm. And maybe, maybe it's called the thermostat segment (laughs) maybe not i don't think sour patch kids would be better necessarily colder what do you think stephanie of the idea of having them warm oh so they'd be a little they'd be a little like softer gooier yeah Yeah. that actually might taste pretty nice but then i would add the thing of like okay if we're warming these up like i'd want them actually over like ice cream so you'd get a little Ooh, bit of that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like yeah. that would, if I'm going to heat these up, I got to put them over something cold still to just, yeah, like that liquidy, I don't know, something about putting a warm, like Sour Patch Kids, Sour Patch Kids watermelon, like all of that over ice cream sounds delectable. All right, Thomas, I'm going to put you in a trap now. I've got a new segment for the show right now that you would, that you don't know yeah. anything about. Okay, this is, Sweet. This is called the Cold Stone Test. Is putting a Sour Patch watermelon mm. on in a Cold Stone store a good idea? Or is it is the ice cream going to get too... Or is the ice cream going to cool the Sour Patch watermelon too much to the point where... And we've all experienced this. You get rock gummies. You get the hardest gummies and they're impossible to chew. New segment, Cold Stone Test. <laughs> Cold Stone Test, a normal Sour Patch Kid would not be good because it'd get too hard. But I think there are two solutions, which we can get into in more detail later. But you have some sort of way of make, making them retain their heat on the ice cream. Making them uh, retain their heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or, or it's a special formula so they're not as hard. Uh, they're a formula that's meant to be an ice cream oh. that keeps them soft. Oh. Now you're cooking. Yeah. Like it doesn't react with like once you place something on the ice cream, like it doesn't react with to whatever is placed on it. Yeah. yeah. Or it's not even it's too soft to eat alone. Yeah. So that mm. when it gets harder, it's just right. Ah. Nice and I'm not saying we use asbestos, but we could use <laughs> some type of a warming chemical that would always keep it. I'm just trying to think of how can we keep these essentially the same, but they would essentially feel the way that they normally feel when they're on ice cream. But before that, they're almost liquidy. Mm. They're on the they're plasma, like lychee. Yeah, 
you probably wouldn't have to even put them on the ice cream. It'd kind of maybe only be at ice cream parlors or something. I think yeah. I've got it. I think when Go you ahead. make a Sour Patch watermelon, or I think most gummy candies are this way, you have it in a big vat, right, mm-hmm. where it's very hot and it's very liquidy, and then you put it into its mold and you let it cool. So what if you just take it right out of the vat and you ship it off to Cold Stone? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Problem solved. Then you okay. pour it over your ice cream and uh, hope for the best. Oh, it'd be like a, like those chocolate shell, like chocolate yeah. syrup oh, with the oh shell. My. Actually. Oh, oh wow. As a shell? <laughs> yo. A sour patch shell? That sounds delicious, actually, as well. It's like mochi. You guys yeah. know mochi? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love mochi. Yeah. Sour Patch Kids mochi with ice cream in the middle and a multitude of flavors. Yeah. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Wow. I would 100% buy multiple boxes of that. Yeah. I guess depending on, I'd be curious about the flavors that would exist. Because, like, I yes. feel like I would want, like, mango. Because that doesn't whoa. exist yet. Whew, no, I don't think so. Wow. Whew. God, we're just skipping the brass tacks altogether. We're we're rolling straight in. We're rolling hot, Thomas. Now the brass tacks. I don't know if they're going to compare. Oh, they will. Because we haven't even talked about the commercials. I feel like half the appeal of True. Sour Patch Kids are those fun commercials that we True. that we all grew up watching. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll get into the brass tacks. Cool. Nice. Did you tell Santa you want a new computer for Christmas? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's just make it sure. What'd you tell Santa? I want a rug Whoa. and a TV. Rugs? Yeah. Now, rugs yeah. are kind of subjective, though. There's so many ugly rugs that exist. Do you trust yeah. Santa to give you a well, I don't know, a finely crafted rug? I kind of think Santa just doesn't fail, so... <laughs> yeah. Because Santa ga- because Santa gave it to you, it's special. Yeah, it's okay. I see. I see. Stephanie, did uh, <clears throat> did you ask Santa for anything this year? I did. I did. Um, very basic, nice. but I asked for workout clothing and pajamas. Nice. That's it. Ooh, huge. <laughs> nice. I never buy that stuff for myself, so Santa, please deliver. Yep. You need to know yourself. You need to know what am I not going to splurge on, but I also yes, need. <laughs> yes. Uh, I have a, a nice life hack, and it is that my working tights, which I wear under my shorts, are my pajamas. I sleep in those too. <laughs> I like that you have working tights. I'm sorry, working out. Oh, okay. No, you said working, working tights. tights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Look at him trying to backtrack out. Thomas works in I work in them too. <laughs> All right, we're back. Ready to get into the brass tacks. In the beginning, Sour Patch Kids were shaped as Martians to capitalize on the space enthusiasm of the 70s. Wow. They then transformed into children to capitalize on the Cabbage Patch Kids craze of the 1980s. Oh. Sour Patch Cabbage Patch. Mm-hmm. Sure. 
I want to know what they look like as Martians. I was curious about that, that too, and I couldn't, <clears throat> like, I found what the original package looked like, not of, like, the Martian version, but of, like, OG Sour Patch Kids when they had, like, I guess a little blonde kid, illustration, like, a little blonde kid and, like, a little baseball cap and some little illustration of yeah. a girl, but before they switched to, like, the Sour Patch Kids actually being the logo or the mascot. Um, but, yeah, I didn't see anything of the original, like, Mars Men probably in area 51 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah probably a cover-up um okay sour patch kids are known as very bad kids in france <laughs> and <laughs> maynard's sour patch kids in canada they're originally created by frank galatoli of Jarrett international under the name marsmen uh, in 2013 as we mentioned blue raspberry was added to the original Cherry, orange, lemon, and lime. That's it for the history, but um, I wanted to get into their website because there's so much, so many different products they offer, and I like their branding that they're doing now. One of the things that I think is awesome is you can choose your own mix of flavors. No way. Now, there's a minimum of it's a two pound order or more, but you can also customize, you can put a name on the packaging too, which mm -hmm. I think is awesome. Yeah. But there's just so much stuff. I mean, they have a, a baby section. Nice. <laughs> so I was expecting some baby merch, but what's in the baby section is just one product and it's the custom mix, <laughs> which I don't know what I, that has to do with babies. But <laughs> the whole section. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're planning on rolling It's almost like an out. Easter Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. like instead of them being Sour Patch Kids, they're Sour Patch Babies that they're making or you're getting. Yes. There's a banner with baby shapes, but then the product in this section is just the custom with the normal shaped Sour Patch Kids, the custom bag. Mm. And there's nowhere to make them babies. Mm. <laughs> Can I... I want to ask a question to the group. Do, are we interested in the idea of custom building a package of Sour Patch Kids? Does that sound like a good thing? I'd experiment with it. It oh, sounds well. like a fun, like, like DIY. I mean, I'd probably want to do it in the store because yeah. they do have their store. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it sounds like it might be interesting. Also, if you're like someone who only likes one flavor, then you can just get a bag of that yes. one flavor. Exactly. Yeah, that's probably who it's yeah. for. When you go to the Make My Mix section, there's an image of a bowl to the left. Then in the middle, or to the right, there are the eight flavors you can choose from. There's no watermelon, unfortunately, <gasps> which, I mean... What? Yeah, that's a mistake. But if you have nothing checked, there's nothing in the bowl. Once you click Red Berry, for example, the bowl fills with Red Sour Patch Kids. Cool. Then if you click another flavor, it's half and half red and blue for example and then as you click others you see them added to the bowl and i just think that's really nice you get to see what it'll, it'll look like is any part of the fun of sour patch kids not knowing exactly what flavors you're gonna get or are there flavors that we just eat because they're there but wish they weren't really in the bag Ooh. oh for sure yeah. yeah i mean i think just like any candy like this the lemon and the orange yeah suck. orange specifically i can do lemon but oranges meh. eat those ones first yeah yeah that's a smart smart 
Eat them yeah. first. Maybe the Sour Patch Kids should have the orange at the top. Maybe they should have all of their filling, and then they should okay. throw all the orange in right at the top, so you have to get through it. You have to work through <laughs> it. Yeah. I like that. I mean, I'm a fan of eating things in color order, so. Okay. Favorite, least favorite to favorite. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> We're not masochists <laughs> no, here. That's not psychotic <laughs> at all. <laughs> Okay, so there's also the option to add white pineapple which to is, the mix, which I've I've never had that flavor before. Pina colada. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that flavor, but it sounds pretty bad. White to me. pineapple. White pineapple. Pineapples are white. That's why it's no. It yeah, would really, be yeah, it would be yellow like lemon. This is making me sick. They're keeping lemon yellow instead of white pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> Just get rid of lemon. Yeah. There's an idea. Or yeah. maybe you use this custom thing to figure out which flavor to mm. mix. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a big event. Yeah. Then, you know, maybe the next time there's a a big election, you could just get into that <laughs> campaign and say, hey, we're having a big election too. <laughs> I would swap orange. I feel like I love mango everything. So I would like honestly swatch man- orange mm. for like a mango flavor. Same color. I know that. Lots of other candies, Skittles is what I'm thinking of primarily, have like a tropical mix. Ooh. The Sour Patch Kids not have a tropical mix? They do. There's a tropical oh. one. Yeah. Oh. I don't know what flavors are in it, but there's definitely a tropical mix version. Let's see if they... That's good. No mango. Paradise Punch, Pineapple, Tropical Twist, and Passion Fruit. These don't get good reviews on the... Sour Patch Kids website, oh, the tropical. Ooh. Not even one flavor was decent. The pineapple was the worst. So bad, I thought I was oh going to be God. sick. Do not buy. I would give zero stars oh if God. I could. Oh, this is not only one of the worst tasting candies. It's one of the worst tasting things ever in general. <laughs> I honestly don't understand how these are being produced and sold. They should be discontinued because, yes, they're that bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> By Little King. Oh, I want to meet him. I like this person who compared these to it being like lemon juice and baking soda in your mouth, which that's bad. How do you know what that's like? Experimentation. (laughs) Everyone tries it. Everyone sees it. I don't know why, because it never works. What? Tropical? Starburst. Does it have tropical? I was just going to say, yeah, I like Tropical Starburst. That's actually okay, pretty good. good. All the flavors, I feel like, are pretty good in Starburst Tropical stuff. Yeah. Um, mm. The exception to the rule. Oh, maybe there needs to be, like, they just steal the Starbucks Tropical formulas for the flavors or do some sort of co-brand. I mean, they're probably competitors, so I don't know if that would work. But So maybe it's like a you hire actors to get in that factory and... Uh, let's get the recipe or something let's like follow that. the thread we hire actors <laughs> <laughs> don't do what to, to, be, to pretend to be like investigators or health inspectors to get into the factory oh, i think i think you have to go get hired so i the, the person who gets access to the recipes is um a recipe developer so maybe you have to pose as that person which maybe involves kind of 
seducing the existing <laughs> recipe developer. <laughs> Maybe that's the easiest way to do this. Yeah, there's two ways. You seduce the current recipe developer or you wait until you hear that they're about to leave the company. Mm. And yeah. then you make a grab. So, yeah, maybe it's you become the spouse of the recipe developer. So perfect. You get the insider insider information Holy when yeah. that position's about to be empty. But you also need to know not to push too much. You can't ask about it yeah. too much because then they'll know that something's up. They'll know, oh, this isn't my loving spouse. This is an actor who's been hired to take my job. Oh. Yeah, it's a th- it's a tough line. <laughs> Do you really love me? Just tell Problem. me the recipe, or else you're not in. Right. Gosh Almighty! <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Test of true love. Give them an ultimatum. You either love me or you love that recipe more. You have until Monday <laughs> to tell me the recipe. I love you so much. Ooh, I can't. Im- uh, I'm, I'm like thinking about what would happen if like someone literally said like, "Yeah, I love this recipe more than I love you." That would be the most heartbreaking thing ever. Ooh, yeah, yeesh. But if the relationship the- just isn't there, yeah, so they have to be really good yeah. actors to make them legitimately fall in love with them. So who are they? Wh- who, which actors who do, do you love the most? <laughs> Le- that's that's my question. Who's the most beloved actor? Beloved and believable. The world loves? They got to be believable too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it can't just be like Tom Hanks. Because they'll be like, "You're Tom Hanks. You're an actor. You're <laughs> you don't love me." I mean, Timothy Chalamet is up there. Okay. Yes. Zendaya is up there. <laughs> yes. Joaquin Phoenix always oh, always a good wild card. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think he has the X factor for this assignment. Yeah. People Personally. would 100% believe that he's into Sour Patch Kids just in general. Like, or at least not trying to steal something from anybody because he does not look like someone who has the face for stealing. Yes. And he also, I would believe that he's he's retiring from acting i was gonna spend 20 time times over a loved one like that would check out for me yeah if it were. he's done it before um or we could do if we want to do like an old retired actor we could do danny day lewis yeah because we know that he would sink mm. into the role yeah. yes so we got options yeah oh danny day lewis is a great nice call out can we try to google i'm gonna google who the flavor developers are for sour, sour patch Pat. kids they are the number one sour gummy so they have the money to pull this off that's not an issue okay mm-hmm. how did sour patch kit how did google know to complete flavor developers with sour patch at the end because that was the automatic response or the automatic autofill <laughs> Ooh, maybe i've googled Uh-oh. this before okay while you guys are working on that I wanted to move on to just the dizzying array of different Mm -hmm. products that Sour Patch Kids makes, both edible and not. First, uh, there's Chips Ahoy with Sour Patch Kids, limited edition, which I don't think sound that good. (laughs) Like I can get by, I can get behind the ice cream, which they also sell Mm -hmm. on their website. Wild. They have... Gogurt. D- that sounds delicious. Sour Patch Kids flavored. Last year there was Sour Patch Kids cereal mm. by Post. Sour cereal with milk. Mm. 
maybe alone, but yeah, over that just weird. Yeah, the dairy and the sour does not sound like it would work for your stomach or anyone's stomach. (laughs) No. Yeah, like curdled milk flavor. I don't know about that. That brought me to eBay because you can buy a cereal, a Sour Patch Kids cereal for twenty six ninety nine right now. Wow, that's a box. And similar items were Warhead cereal. Oh my god! Which yes, that existed. Jolly Rancher cereal. No, Mm -hmm. No! there was M and M cereal. (laughs) Yeah. That M M&M cereal, great. yeah, M M&M cereal. That would work totally fine. Amazing. Yeah. Then Stephanie, you'll like this Hostess Donuts cereal. Yo, because that's just chocolate <laughs> and like creamy yep. flavored puffs or something. Like great with milk. Yeah. Then maybe the one I'm most curious about. I saw Twinkies cereal. Oh. I guess it'd just be like yeah, similar thing. Vanilla with like creamy stuff like yeah. with milk. Yeah, that actually would be pretty good. And you know it would taste just yeah. like Twinkies. Yeah. And then onto the merch, all sorts of stuff. Pillows, Sour Patch Kids scented candles. They have Funko Pop vinyl dolls that are Sour Patch Kids. Are Funko Pops? Oh, boy. Yeah, I didn't know about these until our Pez episode, but they're this new style of toy. Oh. Um, do they do superhero you things with this? Them. Yes. Oh, yes. with the yeah, big heads. Pop Got it. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Oh, good on Sour Patch Kids then for having that brand of toy. Yeah, they're really covering all <laughs> their bases here. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then they have a, f- a three foot plush doll that's, guess how much, guys? Guess how much it costs? $150. Plush. 50 solid guess. Seventy two fifty. Great guess. It's actually 449 No. No. <laughs> yeah. Is it sold out? Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, it's not sold out. I wonder how many they sell. Jesus. Uh, I guess for the, it's it's for the people who just gotta have it. Or just yeah. have yeah money to burn, and it's like, let me spend for how much was it again? Three hundred and four hundred and four hundred forty nine. Jesus. Basically half a G with tax. Why not just? <laughs> It's like, why I not just they, a straight 500? Yeah. I wish that yeah. they labeled it as that. I wish instead of a dollar price, it just said half a G. <laughs> like, do you really want to spend that? <laughs> yeah. That's a 65-inch TV at Costco. Woo! Oh, they got some beauty stuff. Okay. Yep. Lip balm, lip gloss. Setting mist. Oh, and watermelon um, flavor. Oh, they did a Morphe collaboration. Morphe huh. is an actual oh, is a good brand? reputable makeup brand. Okay. <laughs> Sour Patch Kids wow. setting mist. Like after you're done with your makeup, you use this setting mist to set everything. And I guess you're going to smell like Sour Patch Kids yeah. watermelon your face. So, all right. I kind of like that. It's like perfume for your face. I'm trying to think if a girl smelled like watermelon a Sour Patch Kids perfume whether i'd be attracted to that or not and i think uh like on a deep level i would be but superficially i think it's trashy (laughs) i'd secretly like it be attracted to it (laughs) (laughs) well the scent reminds me of like the like in 
elementary and like probably more so closer to the tween years middle school when people would just like mm-hmm. all the girls would buy stuff at like bath and body works a little like yeah. flavored sprays like i feel like that's what that would smell like it would smell like the tween years yeah i guess that's for little kids oh one of them i missed in 2015 sour patch kids teamed up with 7-eleven for a sour patch watermelon slurpee flavor in 100 percent slurpees yeah that sounds good fantastic yeah i think they still might actually have oh okay something you can still get that (laughs) it's really bad that i might know this because i did have (laughs) more than one slurpee in the last year as well (laughs) so uh god i love really terrible things for you but (laughs) mobcraft beer created the barrel-aged sour barrel kids for summer 2020 a belgian style pale ale wow aged with sour patch kids then re-fermented on real fruit Ooh, interesting have you guys had sour beers before because that's what this is making me think of like Mm. a a pretty it might be a little sweet but like a good mm-hmm. it could be a good sour beer i love a sour yeah. beer so yes yeah. that makes more sense to me rather than a belgian style pale ale yeah a sour absolutely with, uh sour patch kids mm. i just hearing you say the words together stephanie sweet and sour what is stopping sour patch kids from making a sweet and sour patch sauce a sweet and sour sauce <laughs> we need to start the fan campaign i feel like this is worthy of like sam campaigning on the interwebs because the only way yeah yeah or a mcdonald's collab because sweetie oh the artist did do a recent collab and i feel like this could be some there's some synergy here even like a sour patch kids with sweetie and then they could bring back the sweet and sour stuff like we're flowing here and then we can hire an actor yeah. to play Soury. 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 Saweetie and Soury. Oh, come on. It's the new salt and pepper. Yeah. I... What if it's Robert Robert Ori? Is Soury. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Remember the old Laker? Okay, sure. <laughs> Basketball player? <laughs> Perfect. It's already filled. The position's filled. I couldn't find, by the way, I was looking diligently for a flavor taster or a flavor maker, and they don't have any, the internet came up empty for me. I didn't really see anything either. I feel like maybe it's under some other, like, weird title, which, like, like, uh, God, they make up such, like, random ass things for something as simple as a taste developer. Like, like, yeah, I'm sure if I look up quality control, that would probably be the closest. Because they're probably the ones actually tasting it and changing. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, maybe recipe developer? Yeah, yeah there yes. you go, recipe developer. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm, on, I'm on to something. Uh-oh. Candy, I'm on uh, candyindustry.com. Sour Patch Kids announces winners of Sour Patch Kids Bites recipe contest. Huh. Oh. Hold on. Chef Octavio Ivan Fernandez took third place in the 2021 Sour Patch Kids Bites Recipe Contest with macarons made of Sour Patch Kids. Ooh. Good for you. Sounds yummy. That sounds great. So at least Octavio knows something. 
They've probably told him a little bit, right? One would think, because if yeah. you're mel- melding, you know, Sour Patch Kids things with with um, macaroons, like macaroons is like that's some elite stuff right there. That's luxury, honestly, luxury dessert treat. So I'd never thought of pairing that, like a Sour Patch Kid with like a traditionally, I don't know, yeah, like luxurious dessert. Yeah. And I was going to say, like, thinking of more brands they can partner with, La Doree, which is a macaroon, fancy French mm-hmm. macaroon brand. So I like it. There's no limit to who we can um, collaborate with. This is what I've learned. I mean, yeah, Gucci, Nike, Supreme, I think they're all on the table. 100%. This seems like Supreme seems like the next, a big, like, yes. top 10, maybe top 5 list one, because... Anything Supreme with Sour Patch Kids would be the perfect nostalgia thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the name of this guy, the chef, who won the competition? I got him. I got him right here. Octavio Ivan Fernandez. So how about we flip him and then get him to, to fall in use love. his contacts <laughs> Oh yeah. to get the recipe developer? This is more of a brute force approach. And then so we schedule a meeting and then, you know, torture him until he gives us the information. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Back it up. Back it up. Okay. I I think we just need to have Joaquin, our actor of choice, or, you know, if Danny Day does better in the audition, we can pick Danny Day. I'm not saying it has to be Joaquin, but whoever does better in the audition, we can just have them befriend Octavio. And then have Octavio okay. introduce us to the recipe developer. Mm. Oh wait, we need Starburst recipe developer. So for the tropical, introduce us to them. Um, oh, yeah, I think that'll work. Oh, He's got the, no. he'll, he'll, yeah, he has the contacts. Yeah, maybe instead of I'm ready to get into the email. Okay, section of the pod. Maybe instead of emailing Sour Patch Kids. We kind of come up with a script that Danny Day or Joaquin Phoenix will use Perfect. to flip our guy. What's his name again? Octavio. Octavio. Perfect name for this. Yes. Okay. So this is, let's paint the scene. This is them yeah. befriending Octavio. Do we? What relationship do we want them to have at the end of this scene? This is the moment when they ask Octavio to, uh, you know, go and meet with the Starburst flavor developer. So this is probably three, five years in. Okay. Okay. Oh, so he's been really... Yeah. Okay. So he's deep in undercover doing the thing, has really developed the relationship. Like, yeah, three to five. Yeah. yeah. Trust we has could, been established. Yes. That, that's a good point. We could also do just the very first interaction they have. Perfect. Perfect. That's maybe easier. So, yeah, Danny Day or Joaquin, whoever gets yeah, cast. Exactly. Okay. Whoever does better okay. in the audition. Danny Day Lewis. Okay. So I was, okay. I was thinking because Danny Day Lewis is someone who prepares. <laughs> exponentially so like as we're thinking about what this first interaction will be for this script too it's like well what is diddy day lewis's motivation supposed to be in the directive Mm -hmm. before he comes into the scene um Mm -hmm. what is he thinking feeling do we want him to have the nerves do we want him to kind of like be the type of undercover person who like might trip up or slip up a little bit or do we want him to be like a slick 
smooth, like, you know, he, yeah, he knows. The, so there's a lot of, like, character motivation if we want to get him into this project. It has to be very enticing. His want at the end of this scene is Octavio is my friend now. Okay. Yeah. To become friends at the end of the scene. Okay. And I think, yes, he is a little nervous to make it seem real, but he's slick in general. Mm. Got it. And then I guess the first we have to paint the scene. So, like, where is this taking place? Where do Octavio's, they first meet? He's, he's either at work, he's in the kitchen, at a restaurant, or he's leaving work and he's heading home. He's about to yeah. get into his apartment mm. or house. <laughs> and, and this is where the interaction occurs. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Because okay. okay. this isn't... That's, okay, I think fine. that's a little different. <laughs> on, the train ride, on the train ride home from work. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. This is the public, public location. Okay. I mean, should this be like a meet cute setup? Like, you know, some, some... If it is, we should have Danny Day-Lewis with a big bag of books. Mm. And we need him to turn into Octavio and drop everything. Uh, Octavio yeah. should... And on top of the books is an open package of Sour Patch Kids. Yes. Or I was going to say, like, if Octavio won this, like, competition deal, like... Couldn't it be those Sour Patch macaroons? Because I feel like that's a great bonding treat. Because <gasps> that's it. The... He's reading the article. Mm. He's reading the article that Octavio won, and he bumps into him. Which, like, oh, my God. Okay. I think the first line is, is this seat taken? Nice and easy. Mm. Okay. Who's asking if this seat... Uh, Danny Day is saying, is this seat taken? Yeah. And yeah. ideally, Octavio would be like, oh, it's all yours. <laughs> And then Great. if Danny is reading this article, you know, it's an easy just like, let me pivot my article a little bit. Yep. And, oh, I made that. Oh, snap. Small world. Whoa. Hello, chef. Nice. Perfect. I'm going to guess Octavio doesn't recognize him. Okay. As a chef, Danny Day's older. He's, you know, he's not that recognizable, I don't think, to the common person. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Chefs don't have time to watch movies, so... Exactly. Yeah. They start talking about what they do. He asks Danny Day. Danny Day says, oh, well, I'm an actor. Have you ever seen Lincoln? And then he says no, because they don't have time to watch movies. Chefs don't have time to watch movies. And he says, oh, well, um, I played President Abraham Lincoln in this movie, and it was actually reviewed pretty well. <laughs> Exactly received pretty well. <laughs> I w- now we need to be careful because we don't want to lose Octavio here. <laughs> I, I <know>. He did. <laughs> okay, you're right. Well, is there is there even a world like with the article like could I don't know I I love the idea of like sharing like a the offering of a macaroon or something I mean granted he probably wouldn't Mm. want to eat his own macaroon but like just so like I don't know like I feel like he would need Octavio would want to be flattered he would want to like you know oh yes I got it I got it after we say Lincoln was actually received pretty well um Danny Day-Lewis says Man, I'm famished. My favorite food is a macaroon. Oh, perfect. Too bad they don't sell those on this train. Yeah. I like mine fresh. Mmm. 
and Octavia. Kind of noting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Stop. I was going to say, and Octavia, who is clearly coming from work with yes. leftover macaroons, of course, is going to yes. pop in his mm-hmm. bag, open up this box, and lo and behold, he is prepared to offer Mr. Lincoln with a macaroon. Perfect. My goodness, this must be fate. <laughs> and then he kind of like <laughs> lightly touches his shoulder and then looks at him in the eyes. That's when Octavio falls in love with him. Mm. Thank you. And then he, he eats them in a really dramatic and um, attractive way. Uh-huh. Danny Day does. Uh-huh. It'd be kind of cute. We'll if put that in the script. <laughs> yeah. He eats attractively. It'd be super cute if they did the Oreo thing with the macaroon. Like, you know, you yeah. twist a little of the half and who gets the most filling thing? Danny offers the cream side to Octavio yes. and Octavio's like, I actually have had a lot of these at work. I'm not hungry. And then, you know, then Danny takes it and it's a cute little moment on the train, <laughs> on the public <laughs> train. Uh... And then... Pretty soon we're going to be getting to the stop. Mm. So how do we, do we just have Danny leave with him? Or do we come up with an excuse to say like, oh, this is my stop too. Does that work? I think, yeah, we can, if we have to leave with him, we can. This is my stop too. But we have to invite him to something that he'll definitely want to come to. Mm. You know, arrange the second meeting. And so I guess we just have to have information on what else Octavio's into. And if it's just food, then Danny Day happens to have seats for the hottest pop-up restaurant wherever they live. Yeah. And or so he invites him to the most hot hot pop-up on the town. He says, are you going to wear that? And he kind of jokingly makes fun of what Octavio's wearing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but then maybe he says, like, I- I'll buy you something nice. I'll buy you a, a coat. I'll buy you a- something nice to wear. Okay, okay. yeah. I have an I'll account. Where do you live? I'll send it okay. to you. Okay, there you go. And there we go. Ah, We've got the address. Yes, yes, okay. Ooh, that's a pretty sly way to get someone's address, actually. Not going to lie. I'll take a free coat. Yeah. <laughs> Let me buy you some work tights. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I get Thomas's address like that. That's true. Okay. So we, we, we've we established now the address. Do we want to do a cut to now? The clothing has been delivered or should he, should Danny hand deliver instead of having it delivered? Should he mm, hand deliver? I think hand deliver, yes. This item because yeah. that gives him direct access into the interior of this space of this man's home. Mhm. Where the recipe might be saved. Yeah, good to case the unit. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll have a little camera <laughs> just in yeah. his life. Maybe plant some recording devices. (laughs) Because we can't forget the intention is not to actually befriend Octavio, Chef Octavio. (laughs) It is to get that recipe for Starburst. Yes. (laughs) Friendship is a part of the ploy, but at the end of the day, we want that goddamn recipe at all costs. Yep. 
All right. Well, I think we've done a great job of establishing, you know, the first couple of steps of this plan. I don't think we can uh, finish all the whole manuscript during the pod as much as I'd love to. Uh huh. But are there any any other things that you guys think we should do to wrap up uh, that plan? Uh huh. Or I guess things we should send to Sour Patch Kids. It's another option we could. I mean. It would be ideal to set up a meeting to one get this like Cold Stone deal, like the melted. Oh my God. Mm, you know, I think yeah. that's kind of a primo one. Um, there have been a few things that came up where I feel like those yeah. would warrant actually. Like we have some really great ideas for new collaborations that we would love to oversee um, for your yes. corporation um, that you have not done yet and likely have not decided to develop further. So that can be a task that you guys can do in terms of that email to them or something to send them. Yeah, there there are a bunch of solid ideas. Maybe we just mm-hmm. give a little hint, uh, SPK Mochi, comma, mm. um, SPK Cold Stone formula where it's soft when it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then swap orange for mango dot 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 a lot of other good, good ideas like that mm-hmm. that mochi one i really think is going to be the uh, the get because i'm still uh, thinking about this actually because i would 100 percent be into mm-hmm. a sour patch kids flavored mochi like mm-hmm. yes mama mia Whew, okay. out of all the ideas we've come up with on this pod that's probably in the top 10 of things i i want to try maybe oh, yeah. top five top five Top five for me easily. And what's great about this episode is we got the answer that we needed right away. And then we got to just have some fun. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We bashed it out fast. The power of Sour Patch Kids. It just gets the wheels turning. Oh, yeah. All right, Stephanie Leakey. Thank you so much for joining us. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Is there anything you want to plug? Any handles or projects? Yeah, I will. My handle is Stephanie Leakey, L-E-K-E, on the IGs um, for musical things. C.C. Francis is my moniker, C-E-C-E-F-R-A-N-C-I-S. Um, music, I think, is at the end. I should really know that handle. Um, and then I'll say Watch a Doc I Worked On um, came out earlier this year. Um, Mary J. Blige's My Life on Amazon Prime. Oh, um, wow. A wonderful project. So I always like to plug it because I'm very proud of the work I did on that. So those are my plugs. I will definitely check that out. I love her. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that'll do it for the app. We'll talk to you next week. That was Great Samaritans. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Great Samaritans Pod or email us at GreatSamaritansPod at gmail.com. Feel like being a Great Samaritan yourself? Rate and review us on iTunes. Bye bye. Consider yourself vertically integrated. Boom. That was synergy. Attention, check. Interest, check. Desire, check. Action, checkmate. Thank you for passing the briefcase. Thank you for telling me your endgame. Everyone, turn to slide five.
Dow Jones, 